Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Education Podcast by me, Rob Matthews Coaching. Now on this podcast, we've got a very special episode in that it's a November special with our first ever guest, the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend. Introduce yourself. Hi there, uh, I'm Robbie Wales. I'm Rob's flatmate and I'm delighted to be the first ever guest on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Rob. Very welcome, sir. First and foremost, um, obviously the date as of right now is the 25th of November, 2022, 7.52pm. We have a big day tomorrow, but before we get into that, how are you, mate? I'm good, thank you. Um, Yeah, coming towards the end of placement with my school, um, so I've got a week left of that, having done that for about nine weeks so far, so coming towards the end of that, which I've really enjoyed. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, we're getting there. Uh, big couple of weeks for us both in terms of just busy schedules, yeah. uh, November and everything like that. So good to get there. But today we are here for a very special reason, special episode. Tomorrow, it's a big day for us both. We have our challenge, our November Ambassadors Fundraiser Challenge. Straight into the first question, what was your first thought when I sent that voice note? of our concept of what we are going to do tomorrow and do you want to introduce what it is? So the idea that Rob had that he sent to me over a voice message was basically to do this crazy idea which was a 24-hour run and I know that Rob is very um, excited by challenging himself when it comes to running and things like that having done a marathon and an ultra marathon so I kind of got where his excitement And everything like that was coming from but from my perspective I was sort of in the situation where I'd I was pretty much a 5k merchant and um hadn't really ran any more than I'd say 10 kilometers really in my life so it was going to be a huge challenge but I knew that straight away that that would grab the attention of people which is what we want and we want to start conversations so um yeah I think since you mentioned it I've been completely on board and because I want to try and push myself as much as possible. Perfect and how does your view now differ to your view of the original thought? Um, It's difficult because I don't think, I think the same with you as well, it's not really sunk in yet. I'm not sure when it will considering it's <laughs> going to bed soon and it's starting at 10am in the morning but um, I think it's just the same, the exact same feeling where I'm excited and it's something bigger than ourselves and I think whenever you do something that's bigger than yourself you're always going to be a success and I think that we can both really push ourselves and really sort of spark conversations um, which is obviously what Movember is all about. And throughout that did the gravity of what we're trying to achieve set in say while training did you notice like or did you have any thoughts of say like bloody hell this is going to be you know we might have bit off a bit more than we've chewed how's the whole training process been in that way um so obviously it's been quite fortunate having you um having obviously an online coach and personal trainer as your flatmate uh always quite handy so um it's obviously been helpful on that front but i think that my first few runs so even when you've been saying to me like oh yeah just go out a nice easy 5k um as like at the very start of my training and I was like yeah yeah of course yeah I can do that no problem (laughs) and then um 
basically came back and my knee was really sore. So after that, I was kind of like, oh shit, this is going to be a lot harder than I think it's going to be. And over time, I've kind of built up um, the, in- well, to be fair, not even necessarily the endurance, because it's like, it's never really been a test of my lungs. It's just always been a test of my joints and my mobility um, and mindset as well. So to go from running 25 minutes, um, 20, 25 minutes at the start to now doing 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. And well, in one of the runs, doing a three hour run in prep for this is obviously um, being quite the challenge. And do you think having done a three hour run in training that is, you know, potentially the most you are going to have to do tomorrow is really set your mind up to be prepared for what tomorrow's going to be? Yeah. I think that one of the biggest sort of problems is that both of us will probably suffer from is kind of keeping our attention focused because um ADHD merchants yeah exactly <laughs> we, all, we always seem to have our minds on a million different things at once so I think that it's going to be really interesting to see how we both react when we do those three hours and then we're not going to be done yeah, that's going to be how can we switch it on and off eh? that's yeah. I think looking at me um personally as well I'll jump on this one um you know the first thought of even even sending the voicemail it's quite funny we've listened back to it just before um recording this pod and I think you know you can hear it in my voice I'll try throw it in now if I can um is that you know I'd just been out of run I remember it was like my first run in ages and um I think it was only about half an hour 45 minutes and it was like that endorphin rush that adrenaline rush of like right we've been thinking for ages what can we do like what can we get what will grab attention what will really set us out from others fundraising um, and obviously trying to lead from examples ambassadors and it was like yeah 24 hours is achievable we'll do that like we'll smash that out of the park we're fit blokes and then it's like the more we've trained it's almost like that realization of like this is a big thing this is going to be something that's like you say this it's not just a continuous thing say my like say like you said done an ultra before and that's six and a half hours same heart rate same pacing strategy walk up hills go faster on the flats enjoy the downhills like simple strategies whereas we're going into tomorrow quite unknown and I think that reality of the stop start nature of it all is really set in throughout the training of going like actually this is going to be like you say monotonous mental toughness of being able to go right I've finished my stint switch off switch back on get the get your recovery stretches in get the protocols done get as much food in you as you can and get changed because you've got to go back out because we don't have that much time in between the stints and I think it moves on quite well into the next two questions but what are you most looking forward to about the whole experience I'm most looking forward to just pushing myself because I've faced a lot of mental difficulties in my life and I think that this is going to be one that I've deliberately, this is going to be like one of the ones where I've actually decided to put myself through it and it's going to be a physical challenge but it's not just about the physical, it's about when my body is aching and in pieces how far can my mind go yeah before it breaks and 
I just kind of want to reach those limits and well I don't really feel as if I've reached that limit and even still just kind of want to keep on pushing that boundary so it's yeah. almost like the the forty percent ideology, isn't it? Yeah. Of uh, when you think trying that... to see where you can get to, and like you say, like you get to some point, and you're like, "This is only forty percent of what my brain can really do." And I think we've both actually got quite a similar outlook on it, and that's why it's worked so well, and how motivated and disciplined we've been when it's came to the training, nutrition, everything side of that is. You know, for me as well, like I've said it quite publicly is you know, I want to go, I want to go digging as I call it. And I want to go to a heart locker. And, you know, when you do these sort of physical challenges, it's quite funny because, you know, you'll speak to people and the first thing you hear is, oh, imagine how your legs are going to feel by the end of that. Imagine how your, your body's going to feel like you're going to be ruined. And it's like, actually the hardest part is going to be the mental strain and the mental recovery. And it's like, we all know our, like, you know, you get physically injured, you, say let's I don't know you pull a hamstring you're like okay three weeks recovery I'll be fine you get on crutches you're like well I'm only on crutches for four weeks but that mental strain can feel endless it can you know you might not know when it's going to stop and especially when you're doing something physical you've got to have that choice of what's my next thought going to be how am I going to make sure that I put one foot in front of the other and I think like you say you need you need something physically demanding in order to almost access that part of your brain I believe um which is probably quite controversial but we'll see it anyway um (laughs) um to really sort of like you say I think push the boundaries is sort of the perfect phrase because in everything that we are doing tomorrow it's in order to push boundaries yeah not just physically mentally Uh, the November message that we're trying to send of don't man up talk up even just by you know, when we are running by, being able to share what we're doing, how we're feeling, the whole process of the event, I think, I don't think has really sunk in until now, even saying this, how powerful that is really going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never done a physical challenge like this. Um, I think I've done a five kilometer race when I was about 16 and that's it. So it's going to be really interesting to see how far my body can go and, how far my mind can go as well because as I said I've been through mental difficulties but this is one that I'm choosing to push myself through and I'm a big believer in that you grow by pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and by you know you don't grow by staying in staying in the safety net you grow by going out getting new experiences and um and doing new things and we'll hit the question in reverse what are you expecting to be the most challenging aspect or what are you least looking forward to about the next 24 hours on the run? Um, do you know, it's difficult because a part of me is kind of thinking that, um, as we called it, the graveyard shift that I'm on <laughs> uh, 1am till 3am, I think a part of me is still going to be like that little boy that's, do you know when your, your mum and, no, you know and dad are like, right, we're going to the airport, let's go. And, you're like, <laughs> and you've got... Uh, and you've got that flight to go and get, and you're just like, here we go. Yeah. Um, I think that, I think that that's something that I'm really looking forward to because I think that it's that sort of rush of adrenaline that you get. That you're just like, this isn't normal. Like people aren't out running at one, yeah. two, three o'clock in the morning. Um. So I think that. But in terms of what I'm least looking forward to, I think that. 
I think that if the weather isn't on our side, <laughs> I think the hardest part is going to be blisters and squelchy shoes, to be honest, oh. because I think that that'll absolutely ruin us. So I'm hoping that the weather <laughs> is on our side. So I've just done a, a quick weather report. So okay. we've got our sunrise at 8.14, so nice. you know we'll, we'll be fine for that. Yep. The race starts at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Rain is predicted for 10 a.m. Cool, cool, cool. Um, 30% chance. So we start off low chance. You know, I reckon we'll take the we'll take the positive. Take the chance. And that it won't rain. Um, forgot to mention 9 a.m. It is dry. So, you know, there's no rain before the race. So that's good. That's the warm-up will be perfect. Um, In the flat. But the percentage only increases as the oh, day goes on. Oh, no. So, <laughs> Why have live, we looked at this? <laughs> live report of the weather. Um, from 11, we'll get to 40%. Okay. 12, 50. <laughs> 1, you'll never guess. It goes up to 60. All the way up till sunset at 3.51, which we've also not um, realised that we're going to be in the dark for a lot longer than uh, previously thought. Oh, yeah. So, um, yes, by 4pm it will be dark. 90% chance of rain. Oh, my <laughs> God. So, I think based on that... Um, Nice weather update for everyone. The, I think the most challenging aspect, although I think, um, you know, a quick psychological tip that we've almost done without realising is by putting a name to these horrendous shifts um, that we're doing these stints, is we've actually made it a challenge in itself. We've made it almost like a, a bit that we're looking forward to rather than something that's going to be draining and saying like the graveyard chef, the right back slot, you know, the the engine room, whatever, yeah. whatever you want to do it, by putting a positive spin on it, it can obviously give it that bit more of excitement rather than fear. Um, but yeah, I think the most challenging bit for me, um, and it slightly is quite funny that it's also sort of a positive, is like we say, is just that, you know, the time where we do go digging that one till three slot for Robbie, that three till 5am for me is going to be in pitch black there's not going to be anyone around there's not going to be anyone giving us like the motiva- motivation that we might get during the day of people cheering us on people sending us messages everyone is going to be asleep and that's almost the the time where these messages that we are trying to send become the strongest of proving how much you can do proving how much you can push yourself and proving that you don't have to give up you can keep striding you can put one foot in front of the other and yet we're going to have to not just say that, prove that, because we are definitely going to have thought processes of, you know, why are we doing this, having to remind ourselves the why we're doing it, the p- reason that we're suffering, the reason that we're willing to dig as hard as we can go. And, yeah, I think it follows on nicely to sort of a two-part question that, like we say, we sort of answered a wee bit, but hopefully get a bit more personal as well, is what are you hoping to achieve by doing the run externally first and internally second so start with externally um externally i kind of just want i'm hoping that once we finish it it's a celebration in that we've shown that when times do get tough suffering is always temporary everything in life is always temporary you know people say um all good things come to an end but everything comes to an end and I think that just by at the end if we can get loads of people together to celebrate what we've done I think and even just getting to share that moment with one another 
that we've done it is going to mean so much because I think that our own struggles with mental health has made this even more personal and as well as sort of sending out a message to others I think we're kind of proving a big point to ourselves that we're actually stronger than we think we are and when we think we're at breaking point we're only actually about 40% done and yeah so I think just I'm kind of looking forward to that moment of becoming overcome with joy and happiness when I reach, once we reach that. Okay, I'm going to be a good host here. I'm going to fire okay. back a question. Yeah. Uh, then I'll give you my answer. But do you think you will feel that joy and relief or do you think you'll get sort of the gold medal syndrome of sort of, you know, yeah. once we finish, it's like the last couple of months of, well, month <laughs> yeah you lose your purpose yeah. yeah it's sort of been you know obviously you've given up on rugby sessions and we're not giving up but you've stopped doing as many rugby sessions you've altered your norming training cycle you know you've done something completely different for the last month it's all been about this do you think you will get that joy or do you think you'll almost go what's next when i was saying those words I kind of realized to myself I was like do you know what it's actually yes I'm really looking forward to the end product which is getting to share the moment with you with our friends with our family but at the end of the day like I've enjoyed the process so much Mm. and I think that obviously at the end of the day not necessarily looking forward to how I'm going to feel externally um, whilst I'm running so that's why I think that it's it's the end goal that yeah. um, that's ultimately that. But I think that, I don't know, I've never really gone kind of chasing the most extreme events. Like, obviously, you've done a marathon and an ultra, um, and now this. So I don't really know where this will leave me. Um, so that'll be something that's going to be discovered <laughs> on the day, I'm sure. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'll sort of answer it. Hoping to achieve externally by doing the run, I think obviously I mentioned it is the sort of mantra that we've used in terms of the promo um, is obviously don't man up, talk up and I think it just runs true and it's something I, talking now, I meant to put as a question but it's just sort of how, you know, we've done all this stuff for November and I think this is something that people have forgot as well is that our personal lives haven't stopped. And it's obviously been great what we've done. We've had so many successes, so many initiations, initiatives and things implemented. But we've still both had our own battles throughout this month. Like you say, you've been on placement. You know, so many new factors, new experiences in school that have been chucked at you that you've had to adapt to, that you've had to learn from, all while getting back. And instead of everyone else who goes, you know, you get do your job, you come back, you chill we've had to either you know get or run out in the morning or you've got to do something post-work. You've then got a Movember initiative that you need to get to to get photos for, to worry about. We've had all these stresses and yet I think what you've sort of hit the nail on the head in terms of although we're going to really love the process of the run, I think externally it will sort of, or sorry, internally it will give us that motion of this has all been worthwhile. And I think that's what, obviously we know it's been worthwhile. We've had that um dopamine hit especially at our event on wednesday night getting over 130 people together in one room 
to celebrate everything that the university has done. But I think we've, because of being able to, being hosting that event, we didn't get to quite get that dopamine rush of sitting back and going, look what we've done. It was like, okay, we've done this part of the event, move to the next. And I think once we finished the run at the university, crossing over that bridge, I think it will be that this is real. We have done this. We have ran for 24 hours. There's been, you know, everything may have happened within that time. God knows what will have happened in that time, but I'm sure it's not going to be as easy as just run in, run out. There's going to be mess ups along the way. There's going to be poor transitions. There's going to be messes up in communications, messes up in fueling strategies. There's going to be some runs that just feel dreadful, sleep deprivation. All these things will be thrown into it. But I think once we sort of hit that 24 hour mark, it will be that we've done actually a lot that we don't give ourselves credits for. We will be the harshest critics personally of ourselves. And, you know, even if other people may have an opinion on what we've done, whether it be right or wrong, we'll always overthink it. We'll always debate it even more than anyone else. And I think that's the thing for me is externally is I hope that we can prove tomorrow that no matter what you've got going on, it doesn't mean that you can't check in on a mate. And it doesn't mean that you can't check in on yourself for it the whole time as well. And then, yeah, I think internally it's sort of the same message of proving that to ourselves that, you know, we've had so much going on. Even for me, um, personally suffering with sad seasonal adjustment disorder, to do something like this at this time of year is, you know, pretty crazy to me in terms of, yeah, there have been runs that have been missed or I've had to catch up on and factors like that. I've still played rugby the whole time, um, even up until Wednesday this week, which, you know, it's not been an ideal training prep. It's not been by the scientific book. And yet that's almost why it was still good to have that balance because it's like proving to everyone else there is no reason why that you, you know, you can't help <clears throat> someone out. You can't check in on yourself you need to have these conversations because it will help people and it will help yourself as well. And, yeah, a bit of a rant there, sorry. <laughs> no, no, I think it was uh, really powerful what you just said, so. Okay. Do you think we'll complete it? <laughs> there's, there's the most brutal question of it all. <clears throat> do you think it's manageable or do you th- what do you expect to... T- walk me through okay. the next 24 hours. So... Um, I'm off to work. Couldn't get the day off. What can you do? Can I get the staff? Um, so I'm off to work at half past eight tomorrow. Whilst I'm at work, Rob will be running from 10 a.m. through till 1 p.m. because he has got to do programming for, I'm sure, many of you who are listening. Um, shout out. Yeah, shout out. So he's got to do that, which is why um, he's running for three hours because we couldn't push it back any longer so that then he still had time to do it on the Sunday. Um, I then take over at one, which is when I come back from my work. And then to be honest, I can see, uh, 1 PM. I think, I think I'll be all right. Like I think the first three hours for you and first two hours for me, will be kind of all right. I still think our second shifts will be, yeah, do you know what? This is, this is all right. I think once we sort of then get into the depths, the the darkness, the dark shifts, once we get into those. (laughs) And as you say, with your sad and like both of us kind of struggle a bit with how dark it is. So I think that 
having that also be another obstacle. But I think, as I said, I think once we get into our third or fourth shift, fourth shift, that's when um, our minds are gonna start say, sort of saying, like, don't get out of bed. You know, like, yeah, you don't need to do this. You've already done so much for November. Like, nobody's gonna um, care no if you didn't know. do it. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then it's about proving it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think is what ultimately why we're doing this because I think so many people could have just seen the weather tomorrow and then been like, oh, no, we'll miss it. We'll miss it. It's a lot easier if we just miss it and reschedule for another day. Whereas we want to hold ourselves accountable for something that we've set ourselves to achieve and there's nothing that's going to stop us from doing that. And then, yeah, let's talk about that one to three shift. The graveyard shift. The graveyard. How do you think that will go? And then obviously that then puts you on to... Well, once you finish the graveyard shift at 3 a.m., mm-hmm. you've only got a 5 till 7 and then 8 till 10 to finish strong with me. Mm-hmm. How do you talk us through that two hours? What do you think will be your your most challenging thought or how do you think it will go? Do you think it will be... Are you, is it the, What shift are you most looking forward to? Is do you know, as, as I said earlier, I think that the graveyard <laughs> shift, I think that I'll actually be all right with that one. I think it'll be the one where... Because the by the time, seven. yeah, I think that the five till seven, because it's like sunrise, and then you'll also be thinking like, oh, I'm almost there, but I'm not almost there. And we obviously all say it all the time, like, oh yeah, time flies. But for this, it's going to seem as if <laughs> the time longest goes day on in forever. the world. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think that, and as I said, I think that I'm going to have that almost wee boy inside of me, like, oh yeah, it's time to go to the airport. Um. So I'm definitely going to have that, you know, just kind of waking up at an abnormal time so i actually think that the three till five no is that right five till seven five till seven will be pretty tough because again i'll then need to set my alarm for like 4 45 and how do you think the sleep deprivation will affect you um i tend to be when when i've had less sleep i know i'm on a shorter fuse um (laughs) I, I have quite a good level of patience, so I definitely notice that changes instantly, like as soon as I've got less sleep. Um, and obviously you and I both value sleep so much, like in terms of when we go to sleep, like sleep quality, tracking it on our garments. So um, obviously our body battery isn't going to be... <laughs> it's going to um, be horrendous. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to be very understanding. Um at five o'clock in the morning on Sunday morning. Especially, it'll be on the your sixth stint and your Garmin tells you that your training's unproductive. You're like, yeah. all right, cheers, Garmin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so or your performance condition has gone down four. Yeah. Heart rate variability, down four. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to be I think a point that we've not actually spoke about together personally is that the final stint that we are going to do to finish strong, um, as it's even wrote in my notes, quite, quite cringe that I've wrote that, um, but we have is um, we've never actually ran together yet. We've done one run in our flat in second year that we did up around the castle and up around Kings Park, and that is the only ever time that we have run outside of a rugby field. So to run two hours together, how do you think that will do? Oh yeah, I never <laughs> thought about that. To be fair, I do actually remember that run. I smoked you on that. Mm, doubt it. <laughs> you were just like, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Always yeah. been a long runner, me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, well, as I say, five k merchant over here. So, um, no, I think it'll be interesting, and I think that as I said, when it's not really the lung 
and the the lung capacity isn't really going to be much of an issue so I think it's just going to be we'll probably be having some very strange and like dark conversations <laughs> whilst we're on the run at like fighting demons yeah exactly so I think it'll be interesting doing that run because we'll be I don't know I'm we'll probably not even remember the conversation yeah. once we go to bed um so I think it'll be quite nice though I think to run alongside somebody because I've never really experienced that um and obviously obviously other than that 5k I did when I was 16 so yeah I'm looking forward to it how about you yeah I think obviously the question do do we think we'll honestly compete it I think and I think this is why it's not sunk in I think the sort of mental preparation has almost been more tedious in timing um, for me in terms of envisioning how the run will go how I'm going to deal with the sleep deprivation, the mental setbacks, what I'm looking to achieve from it, and that I've almost convinced myself that no matter what happens, we'll be able to do it. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that, but I've even thought if my hamstring goes, that's I'm going to keep running. It doesn't matter, and that's obviously probably not great um, in terms of, obviously, if there is injury precautions, we will find a way around it. But that's what I mean is my mind's already convinced myself that it's almost like, the run's done, we've just got to go and do it now. So it's like through that imagery, it doesn't, and I think that's why it's not set in for me till sort of recording this now, it's starting to get a bit of the, the old goosebumps in the legs. Yeah, the butterflies in yeah. the stomach. <laughs> um, that I think, you know, I've got no doubt in my mind that we will find a way, even if it's, you know, we have to crawl, if it's, we've got a hop, we will find a way. And I think as well, we'll give a shout out to another ambassador, um, my mate Ross from Sheffield that we managed to meet down in London um, when we did our November training you know he did his walk just a couple of weeks ago and you know seeing him ending up on crutches and a knee brace and still finishing strong for his personal reasons just sort of hit home to me that you know if he can do it so can we and yeah. I think you know looking even at other November ambassadors Gregor from Peebles that some of you may know Gregor Nixon shout out to the boy um, he's running a hundred k tomorrow. At the same time, we'll be running. And I know I, like, I've already messaged him to say if he ever needs me, give me a shout on that run. But I think at the same time, he knows if I needed help, I would phone him as well. And yet, you know, there's all these people around the world doing amazing things for the same message. And yet, you know, there's a lot of people who will be inspired by what we do tomorrow. And I think, you know, definitely if this is for anyone listening. You know, I've said that times and times before, but sign up to something that is going to make you uncomfortable. Seek discomfort because, you know, we've not been training for this for very long. And yet, you know, I'd still say, and I know I will say tomorrow when we do this and we'll potentially do another one um, post and we'll see how our sort of questions have, and answers have changed. Um, it's just do something that's, that scares you because it will change you as a person and you will find out a lot about yourself. You will have to go to dark places and find out who you want to be, who you want to stand for, and who do you want to surround yourself with, who is supporting you, who's actually there to go, mate, how can I help out? How can I check in? How can I do these things? And they're the people that you need around you, not just people that, you know, we laugh and joke about it all the time, but not just the people that only message you when it suits them, when it's they want to go out drinking, when they want to do something like that. You need people around you that care and support, and I think... You know, we've seen it loud and clear 
who who's messaged us recently, who's checked in throughout the whole prep, who's sent you know whether it's any support, whether that be through fundraising, getting a part of initiatives, the whole November campaign. It shows who's even if it's not directly for the cause or if it's for us, you know, they've done it for a reason that is nice to see and it shows who you want around you. And yeah, I think it follows on to my final question very well. Quite diary of a CEO esque. Okay. What did somebody else leave a question in your diary? Yeah, brilliant. Uh, <laughs> myself. Um okay. If you could tell you so imagine you're running this is the Second to last stint, you're by yourself. Okay. If you could tell your future self one piece of, of advice for when he is struggling on the run, debating whether you can continue or not, what would it be? Speechless. What a thought. Great question. Nice. <laughs> um... I'm just going to be thinking of all of those who have suffered in silence and still carried on and everybody who struggled with mental health and myself going through mental health battles and I know that I wouldn't be anywhere near where I am today without the people around me and I think that this is almost this is for them and this is to show me that I'm always more capable and I'm stronger than I think I am. So if I could speak to myself, I'd just say, just keep going because it'll all be worth it. And you're going to prove so much to yourself. I think that's class. I think that's really good. I think you can tell while you're answering that you're almost actually are speaking to yourself. Do you think you'll listen back to it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know, obviously, <laughs> when it'll be released, but... Oh, like... Tonight? Straight away. All yeah. right, cool. Um, um, yeah, obviously, it'll keep me occupied on my two-hour run. <laughs> Something to think of. Yeah. What about you? That's what I'm trying to think. So, do you want me to pose it to you? So, Do you want, do you want the notes? Yeah, so... Um, Excuse the dyslexia. <laughs> shock. Um, so... You are doing the final three hours of the run yeah. and the first three hours of the run in your sort of where you've got to wake up and do that hour by yourself before I then come out or even the shift before that. Well, that will still be dark as well. Yeah. You about and you're thinking, oh, I really cannot be asked to do this. Or you're thinking like you've got an injury. What is it that's motivating you to run? What? would you tell yourself to keep going yeah I think to be fair it's obviously why we work so well as ambassadors is that we do have the sort of same message and thought process on a topic like this and I think you've sort of hit the nail on the head of almost just reminding myself of where I've been previously um thinking back to like my own mental health struggles when I was younger thinking back to you know the battles that I still face now with seasonal adjustment disorder and almost reminding myself that I've been in a lot worse like mm -hmm. no matter how much pain I feel like you say like I could be injured I 100% gonna be sleep deprived um 
you know, nutrition might go out the window, your stomach might reject everything, God knows what it will throw at us. But I think just reminding myself that you've come back from a lot worse, you've dealt with a lot more adversity than just physical pain. You know, I've been depressed, I'm not afraid to say that. I've had these things that have happened to me and I've always came back fighting, you know, I've used them as motivators to keep going now and even the way that we do our roles today, the reason that we're doing this podcast, you know, it'd be easy for us to just do the run and not talk about any of our struggles, to not talk about the reasons that we're doing it and just be a smile on an, on Instagram that doesn't actually, you know, show that sometimes there isn't smiles, there is tears, that it is rough and, you know, God knows, probably in that time I might cry, who knows, like, who knows what emotions will be thrown at me, but I think just that piece of advice of, like we said, just you know the discomfort will only make you better. Yeah, and stronger. It will only give you more motivation to push, to send the message, to make sure that if someone else is in the position that I was, they will do more than I did because of the messages that we're spreading, because of the help that we're allowing people to get by showing people that they can be vulnerable, that they can talk, that they can seek help, that there's so much more than just suffering in silence. You don't need to do it. You can do these things. You can do whatever you put your mind to. And, yeah, I think for future Rob, just get a bit of fuck you energy. Tell yourself that you can do it and plough through. Yeah. And I've got a question for you as well. Yeah. So if there was someone... We all know the stats that one in four people are going to experience a mental health difficulty in their lifetime. So if somebody here is listening and they've got, this is just off the cuff, by the way, um, (laughs) and they've got a mental health difficulty, an illness, whatever you want to call it, what's one piece of advice you would give them? It's quite interesting. I, I wrote down a similar question in my journal. Um, the other night and I think it's quite funny but um, just keep going it never needs to be complicated and sometimes the most simple basic advice is the best advice and it's like things will get better things will work out you will become stronger for these things and it's at the time you are you know, almost blinded by the lights, but it's not like it's darkness. It's blinded by these thoughts that you think you cannot shift. You know, you'll hear people tell themselves that they are depressed, but it's no, you are suffering from depression. It is not you. Yeah. You have a choice with your mind. You have a choice to get better, to seek help, to communicate. And it sounds so simple. And we use the messaging all the time as, like we say, the promo and really trying to spread awareness of that you know even another stat of three out of four suicides are males and yet you know we don't need to man up or any of these stereotypical things we need to talk up we need to sit down at any opportunity and ask your mate how are you and I think that would be my piece of advice is just the next time someone asks how are you because someone will ask you pretty soon finally admit to how you're feeling and it doesn't have to be in a weakness it doesn't have to be in a sad isolated incident it can be 
at the pub, it can be in the changing room, it can be at the coffee shop, it can be to your mum or dad over breakfast, it can be to your dog, just say to your dog, you know, your dogs will always bring you happiness, your pet, whatever it is. And finally opening up in whatever format it be, whether it's even writing it down, will ease the pressure by sharing it. And you'll find once you share it once, it'll be a lot easier to share it twice. And so almost like, to simplify that into a few words, would you say almost take accountability? Because as you say, like you have a choice. Yeah. So would you almost say that it's about you understand the situation that you're in, but you've got to try and like almost make the most and adopt the right mindset because I think particularly in today's day and age it's really easy to adopt this victim mindset and you and I both know that by sort of taking that back seat and saying oh well this has happened to me this is this is happening to me and you know it's not good this is just the way that things are it's about flipping that on its head and thinking what is this trying to teach me or how am I how can I react to this and it's probably my favorite quote that's from Epictetus, a Greek philosopher, that is, it's not um, the fact, it's how you react. And I think that um, is something that you and I resonate really highly with in that no matter how many struggles we both face or that anybody faces, it's always in how you react to it. And you hear of all these celebrities that have, you know, gone through adversity and struggles in their lifetime and they're now the happiest the most successful um people in the world and it's because of the struggle that they've gone through and how they've responded to it that's actually helped shape their life 100 percent, and i think it's you know it's a cliche saying but you cannot help others till you help yourself and it's you know other people can't help you until you're willing to be helped and it's you know, there's amazing things out there. You know, more conversations is a great one that I always like to refer back to and that if you are struggling, that will show you how to reach out to someone. And if you are, if you believe that, say, your best mate is struggling and you don't know how to talk to him about it, it's on you to find these resources. We will try and spread as much awareness, but you need to take that accountability of yourself that if you just sit and like you say, tell yourself that you are depressed, that it's not just something that you're experiencing, but it's you, it's all-encompassing, then that's the way it will end up, and it's a horrible thing, and we don't want anyone else to be a statistic, and it's why we have to say these things so bluntly and aggressively to get the point across that we need to change, we need to talk up more, we need to share our feelings, and this isn't just men, this is everyone. You know, we say it all the time that although Movember is seen as the men's mental health charity and that's predominantly what it works on, these skills work with anyone. These skills work for everyone. And, you know, we laughed and joke about it, but a quote that I've loved ever since that we said in the radio radio interview that we had um, just the other week is, just because you can't say everything doesn't mean that you can't say anything. And it's repeating that sort of ideology that okay you may not feel comfortable with sharing exactly how you feel in terms of going into detail of you know very specific things or situations but 
that doesn't mean that you can't grab a mate and go, yeah, the last couple of weeks have been tough. And having someone that can listen, that can let you open up, that can put a shoulder around you, that can check in on you, might just be the reason that, you know, it gets better. But it's still you taking that first step of saying something. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that... I think that people never realize how strong their actions really are. And by sharing that one post on Instagram, it's like one of the campaigns that we ran inside out day. It's like by doing something as simple as that, as turning your socks inside out, that might actually be the reason that your mate has been waiting days, months, even years for in order to finally have the confidence and the trust in you that you're going to be understanding about mental health and that, you do appreciate that just because you can't necessarily see it doesn't mean it's not there. Yeah, 100%. And I think, unless you've got anything else to say, I think we've hit the 45-minute mark on the job. Want to leave it there? Um, Yeah, I'm all good. Any closing remarks from our first guest? Um, No, I'd just say just... uh, just keep listening to the podcast that Rob's putting out there. He's only doing it to help you guys. So um, love your work and kind word. keep listening. Keep working with Rob. Okay. So hopefully you've enjoyed that special edition, that Mo edition of uh, our prep for a 24-hour run. Um, we will – should we do one on Sunday? See how we feel? See how we change? Yeah, if we're not asleep. Yeah. yeah. If we've not uh, – well, if we've finalized it, if we've completed it. Yeah. Uh, we will have. Well, you'll hear us back on Sunday afternoon. Thank you for listening.